uh, because it's COVID season and everyone needs to wear masks. It's now recording. Congratulations. <laughs> now, what do you want to talk about nutrition with? As you eat a fish stick. <laughs> fish and chips or whatever it's called. I think one of the biggest misconceptions that people have in martial arts... By the way, do you want to introduce yourself? No. To everyone who's like listening right now no what no i'm just a mystery person you're just a mystery person all right mystery i think person. <laughs> i think one of the biggest misconceptions that martial arts have or has is that whoever your trainer is whether it's you call them sensei or fucking guru or whatever the fuck they call them i don't think anyone who has martial arts calls their martial arts instructor guru that's what i was looking for instructor yeah. i think one of the biggest <laughs> things is that unless they actually have a a background in nutrition they should not be giving you nutrition advice yeah that makes sense and i think one of the biggest misconceptions is that they're just like oh well because i know so much about martial arts i know how the body works and you need to go on keto well i mean one of the issues there is like martial arts used to be well it's not that they used to be anything they they said like the idea for martial artists especially like japanese and asian martial arts like Ch like chinese martial arts and all mm -hmm. these people they were they were people that knew a lot about the whole field of medicine like some of these people were also martial artists that also did doctor stuff like, holistic medication yeah they did a whole bunch of holistic medication and all that stuff so it's like it made sense that you would go to your martial artist and be like hey what do i need to eat you know because like like even in kung fu like they would have like Jacob, like Jacob, right? He would constantly just be like, if your muscles are sore, put on some Tiger Balm. <laughs> and, right. and it would work. Right, that yeah. makes sense. Um, but I think it's especially knowing as you have, and let's take, for example, an older female okay. doing karate. Oh, I know what you're going with. Okay. As an older female who is been through menopause and, you know, requires different her body's different yeah. right unless you know exactly her body type and know exactly you should not recommend keto yeah, yeah. women are not designed to be carbless i think and i'm not just saying that like oh yeah eat all the unhealthy carbohydrates eat your potato chips girl no <laughs> i'm saying eat your freaking potatoes <clears throat> eat your sweet potatoes eat your carrots eat <clears throat> your complex carbs Actually, actually try something else it, because everyone has a different metabolism space and everyone burns fat differently. You can't <coughs> just be like, well, I think you should do keto and I'm your sensei, so you should listen to me. No, no one should be blindly listening to their instructors. If they all, this is why it's so important to have second opinions. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. And we're losing sight of, if this person hits my car. <laughs> I don't think they will, but it would be pretty funny if they did. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Like, it's it. So the, the whole issue that I have with like martial arts in general is this whole like concept of trust the experts. You know, like mm -hmm. it, it's the same exact thing where it's like, oh, just trust them because they're an expert in a field of study that might not might not be directly translated or translatable. Is that the right word? Okay. Right. But it's like. 
That, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Like, it make it makes sense. Like, you know, get a second opinion from other people. Dietitians, then, like, like I don't, I don't understand why people like if you've lived. Like, here's here's a critique that I have on people that have like lived really low. Like, I'm twenty some odd change pushing, pushing to that higher rate. Twenty eight, right? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how old I was. Right, I'm twenty eight. <clears throat> right now, I know for a fact that kale doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. Right. So if I know that kale, and this is something that I've just paid attention to, like just, I just pay attention to my diet periodically, or even it's like even things like dairy. Yeah, no, I got I know I'm lactose intolerant, but at the same time, it's like I know if I have a tub of ice cream, it's not going to sit well with me. Right. So it's like if you've lived twice my lifespan, I, I think I think it's your responsibility to literally know what you can and cannot eat and if you don't know it by then then you're gonna need to have to you're gonna it's not that you're it's not that you're an incompetent individual it's just you have to go back and you have to do a lot more work because the 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 cost of you failing is significantly higher than it would be if you were in your early 20s mid 20s or late 20s or i guess 20s is general like that makes more sense (laughs) well let's put it this way then right yeah if your instructor Martial arts is really about the body. It's really into knowing the body, getting to know your movements, really, you know, making sure that you know your body, how your body's reacting, know how the other person's body is going to react. That's really what it is. So if you have an instructor who's telling you to go on a specific diet, that kind of ruins the whole thing of, well, it's, you should be able to know your body. Hmm. If you know that something you're eating makes you feel really bloated, or it makes you feel like crap, or makes you really tired, or makes you just, overall doesn't make you feel well, Mm -hmm. don't eat it. (laughs) Don't, Um, don't keep trying it. We don't, I mean, obviously, unless you have, like, a serious allergic reaction, excuse me, you don't need to go to an allergist to get every test under the book to figure out, oh, well, I could be allergic to this, and this came up as a reaction. If you're eating something and you think it's making you feel bad, eliminate it from your diet. Yeah. So, so See what happens. Uh, yeah. And that's really, in, as an instructor, especially a martial arts instructor, it is crucial that you teach people how to read their own body, especially with eating, to know how their body is reacting to specific foods. Yeah, I'm sun, to quote Sun Tzu on that, uh, to amplify your point, uh, know yourself and know your enemy and you will not fear a thousand battles. Um, and that has very little to do with the actual application of combat. It, it's literally just, if you know what you're capable of, and you know what your opponents can do, you'll never fear battle. Because you know what you know everything in, the, in this scenario. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to push back on? Um, it's like, I know I can't eat kiwis because it makes my mouth itchy. Right. So, so I'm not going to eat kiwis. <laughs> I know that I can't eat walnuts because it makes it harder for me to breathe. Because I have a minor allergy to walnuts. Yeah, so I was going to say, um, again, like... It, it's more like the the older you are, the, the more you pass through life, and the less you realize that you need to pay more attention to these things. It, it's typically like you really need to just pay more, pay way more attention to the smaller things that's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think it's Jordan B. Peterson. He talks about these things about how to how do you change the world, right? And one of the reasons, one of the one of the very first things that he says, I think even generals say this. One of the one of the very first things that they say is. You change the world by making your bed every morning. 
And it's because it's a momentum thing. You know, it's like you have to start with a thing that is the, the, the most common. You know, it's like it doesn't seem like it's super important. But at the end of the day, when you come back to it and you look at it, it's like this is super. I'm really happy that I have a made bed at night, you know. And then it's, it's those things. It's those those things that you <clears throat> that you build. And just looking, if you're going into like a whole bunch of different like medical practitioners just to determine whether or not if you're allergic to anything, it's not, it's not going to help you. Right? I mean, yes, go into medical practitioners to, to ask for advice, you know, ask for advice from medical people all of the time. But I think what I'm trying to say is if you're already later on in your life, you really got to pay more attention to the littler things, you know, I, I, w I couldn't recommend the 12 books, uh, 12, 12 rules for life by Jordan B. Peterson. It's a great book. I would definitely recommend it. So what's interesting is that in throughout the life cycle, you know, you are a kid and your parent watches you eat for the first time around, I can't <laughs> around like six to nine months is normally when solid foods are introduced. Sometimes it's five, depending on the parent, obviously, depending mm. on what they want to do. Mm. That being said, they watch you like a freaking hawk. Mm. They look for any scent, any, because it's a new system. It's a new thing in your system. Yeah. They watch for stomach pain. They watch for irritability. They watch for fussiness. They watch for physical signs mm -hmm. of allergic reaction. And I think, and then by the time, you know, some parents continue to look for that throughout life as they're introducing a new food to their kid. Mm. But I think what we should be doing is introducing when you introduce a new food to yourself like i can't eat quinoa my body doesn't digest it and like i mentioned earlier i'm allergic to walnuts did i go and get tested for being allergic to walnuts no because it gives me a physical reaction thus you know deductive reasoning i'm allergic to walnuts i should probably just stay away from them and I know how serious, you know, nut allergies can be. If you don't go, then, you know, anaphylaxis is not a joke. Um, so, obviously, if you are suffering from, like, severe, you know, <laughs> probably probably go to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just imagine someone just eating a bag of nuts. It's like, what do you mean? I can do this. <laughs> um, but it's just one of those things. That it's moving back to... Moving back, I mean, it. your instructor should never tell you, I think you should do X, Y diet. Well, I mean, um, again, so... Unless, unless you know, they're giving you an opinion, right? They can say, if you approach them with, like, hey, I'm having some issues, I'm not weight, I'm not losing weight here, but I'm working out every day, I'm doing this, mm -hmm. um, then, you know, they could be like, oh, okay, well, I'm not a registered dietitian. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, like, I have very little background in you nutrition. Mean, you mean just martial artists? Like, people that are just doing martial arts? Like me, for example? Yes. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's it's... Because you can lose weight doing martial arts. It's possible, right? Um, but it's just, they can recommend, you know, like, well, I know this diet has worked for people right now. This is a really big thing. Like, I personally wouldn't recommend Weight Watchers to anyone. Yeah. I, I th you know, it's really I've seen people do Weight Watchers and they lose all this weight and they feel great and amazing. But they don't know how to maintain it. Yeah, I think it's really interesting that you're even bringing this up because, like, the whole point of me creating the underscore in the first place is quite literally to separate martial arts from literally everything else. Because it's, like, Krav did this a while ago where they embedded Krav Maga in the, in the concept of fitness, right? And then they also embedded it in the concept of self-defense. You know, self-defense, um, self-defense the best scam, right? It's a book I have. I wrote it on Amazon. Go check it out. Um, I think you can get it for free on Kindle. 
Self-defense is a conversation. Krav Maga tries to make it seem as if the conversation exceeds past that and makes it and tries to blend the two of uh, conversing and hand-to-hand -hand combat. Now the problem with that is the second that you leave the conversation part or the, the you leave the preparation part, you've now entered into a realm of a specific study. Like if you're interacting with a person, you have thoughts that you can act on, but then if you're going to then implement your actions of those thoughts, then that is hand-to-hand -hand combat, weapons training, or anything of the above. And mixing the two dilutes both of them and you won't be able to actually get a full concept. Now, if you were a self-defense consultant and you also could do both of those things and you knew weapons training and you knew hand-to-hand -hand combat, then yes, 100%, sure. I mean, you can create scenarios and then execute those drills, but still calling them self-defense because self-defense is literally just a conversation. So you move past that hand-to-hand -hand weapons training or anything like that, then it's something else entirely. Uh, the same thing happened with with fitness and with with dietitians you know like I, like i had a martial arts school that i used to go to you're very familiar with this school and one of the craziest things one of it's not crazy but one of the things that they would always say is you're never going to be able to get stronger if you don't work out now the funny thing is i never worked out in there in that school i never really worked out now granted i i have i got lucky because i'm naturally gifted with a lot more skill sets but my point is I didn't really work out all I did was practice the general movements and, and understand how to throw punches differently and they mistook that for being able to do a thousand crunches really quickly you know or or doing a hundred push-ups every single day and that made me stronger it's like no I understood the mechanics and that's what helped me become stronger in fighting and quicker as well and it's an illusion it's not necessarily an illusion it's like it's more complicated than that and it's a complicated field of study and if you add in something else that's more complicated yeah, I'm, what's the phrase the um je uh, joke of what is it oh jack of all trades master of none there it is <laughs> Jack of all trades, master of none. There's a, there's an actually there's actually a longer phrase to that. I'm sure there is. There's yeah, always but, a longer phrase. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting though. But something that you meant, touched about um, earlier is you know that's that's what's happening with dietitians and nutritionists right now is that we mm -hmm. went we went from sickly skinny is beautiful <laughs> to fit is beautiful and now we're at a we didn't even, I don't even think we hit to fit is beautiful. It was like three months. And then yeah. it, and then it immediately went to love yourself for who you are, big is beautiful. No, this person really knew how to park. And <laughs> and the problem with big is beautiful is that A, we're convincing people that if you're a size four, you're big. If you're a size six, you're big. I don't know. Can you explain those sizes to me? Uh... Medium and large. In regards to? It's women's sizes. Clothes sizes. Numbers. Huh? What are the numbers around those? That's it. Medium. But what's a number? Like, what's... Like, an X, like a double... Like, a 2X for me is, like, a 56 chest. Oh, um... Well, I'm small. I, I, I wear an extra small. <laughs> so... 
I mean, a small would be. I don't. I don't know what the actual like dimensions are. Would you say it's like a? It's it's like okay. Like a, a size a size zero is a twenty three in women's pants. Okay, there you go. Okay. So a size twenty five is small. Okay. Um, and so it's 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 we're convincing people that they're big if they're a size four or six. Okay. Um, which is really like a 27 to 29. Okay. But that's not big, right? You can be fit. You can be muscular. That doesn't determine Wait, big. how is that what, big? What determ- exactly. What determines big is like a size eight and up. Well, I mean... Like- so, yes, everyone should love themselves, love themselves and whatever, but everyone should love themselves enough to realize when they need to lose weight so like and or when they yes or when they need to gain weight in order to gain the muscle Mm -hmm. in order to be a healthy person because Mm -hmm. no like you can be big and fit right yeah i have a friend she's big me i'm big and and she's strong as hell yeah but she's big Mm -hmm. she wears a size large I don't like. Yeah, she I, has I some fat on her, and she'll say it. I don't think but... that's really the issue. I think I think right now with the whole big commu- uh, big movement, what's really happening? I think I think it's a, it's a, it's an exaggeration on what is what we're saying is beautiful. Uh, like Lizzo, for example. I'm sure there's there's people out there that find her absolutely gorgeous. I'm, I'm 100 percent sure. Simulation. <laughs> but um, no, no. I mean, they could just generally be like regular people and also that's true <laughs> just, just categorize the whole people i will it's rude um no you no like i'm sure there's people that find lizzo absolutely gorgeous but you can't tell me that in a situation where you need to be physically fit and there are situations that happen all of the time where you need to be physically fit in order to be able to survive mm-hmm. um let's say for example uh what happened just the other day fire alarm goes off and you have to run down flights of stairs now if you can't run down those flights of stairs because every 30 seconds you have to take a breath or have to relax so that your muscles can be able to handle the strain that's pushing forward that's an issue that's it that's a really big issue and it's 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 a problem (laughs) <laughs> like that's a problem and, it, and it's not something that you can't overcome either it's something that you can definitely overcome and conquer easily you just have to be able to be willing to suffer <laughs> so there's a few things i've been saying on social media lately oh, right really? one of the big things that we see is sarah's discovery sarah's discovery sarah's discovery what you have sarah? all these f- small women that are fit my mm. size obviously they're like they do like three squats and their butt's perfect um and they have these itty bitty waists but they're all talking about like sarah's discovery mm-hmm. and everyone wants the weight loss mm-hmm. and everyone wants to look good and have a fit body no one wants to work out no one does especially my well, especially my I, generation i don't i don't think that's true i think people don't want to work out in the very beginning but once you do start working out you're gonna love it obviously but i think uh, it's the, it's the I, initial push that's one of the things that i've been seeing is that no one wants to just work out and they all just want an easy solution it's not easy it never will be easy it never is mm. but another thing i've been seeing is a concept of if your doctor tells you you need to lose weight he's not attacking you he's not telling you that you can't love yourself he's telling you that to be healthy you should probably lose weight because otherwise your heart 
might give up. Bro, I had, I, like, when I was, like, 13, I had a doctor. It was, like, some, some Asian doctor. Awesome dude. And, like, in, like, hindsight. But at the time, I was, I was a chunky kid when I was right. 13, right? I was super chunks. I was roundish, right? It was spherical, right? I got spherical. I got, I had neck rolls for days. Don't you dare comment on them now. You don't have neck rolls as I much don't. anymore. As They're really going away. Yeah. Working out. It's good for you. Um... So I go I'll to the doctor. I go. I go to the doctor, and we're and we're just regular checkup. I was like, I don't know, just thirteen. I'm checked, seen the doctor in like years, and and the guy, he at the end of the at the end of the doctor, he's like, at the end of the the visit, he comes up to me. He's like, listen, man, you fat. <laughs> I'm just like, what? You fat man. You're gonna die. And I'm just like, holy shit, dude. What the hell? He's like, listen, you're like you're like a hundred. You're like two hundred seventy pounds. You're so fat. And I'm like, dude, relax. Like, yeah, but you're like a kid. You're 13. You're fat. Fat, fat, fat. You need to go for a run. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Um, it, it didn't help, by the way. <laughs> it didn't help. But, uh... It's a delicate conversation <laughs> that you have to have with your patient, especially as a kid, you know. Because yeah. it's not only a conversation that you have to have with your kid. Like, Traumatizing me, by it's, the way. It's a conversation you have to have with the parents. I think it's I think it's a lot of things like if, especially if you're like looking for like early childhood development and you're trying to have like kids be better off in their life. Right. Like and, it, I mean, it's it's a it's a habit that you have to start building, and you just you you have it's you have to suffer it yourself. Like, right? look, there's a lot of reasons why a person also can't lose weight, right? Whether it be their body produces too much cortisone, yeah. the stress hormone, mm-hmm. or you know their their body reacts negatively to stress and they happen to be in a really stressful situation, or they have a hormone. Um, problem that they can't lose the weight and so they are big yeah there's yeah there's, a there's always a lot of issues it could be a medical issue that you're not losing weight as well which is why if you reach a certain point where you've tried eliminating diets and working out and everything go speak to your doctor yeah. you know at a certain point it's like i've tried everything nothing's working right and it's just like but instead of that, people want to be like, oh, well, I'm just going to take the easy way out and take these diet pills and starve myself and all these things, but I'm going to continue working out. Mm-hmm. It's most likely a problem and not like, or you need to boost your metabolism, mm-hmm. you know, or you're having digestive issues and you're missing a certain vitamin. True, true. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Or your thyroid, or it could be something serious and so if you're not losing weight trying all these different things definitely talk to your doctor about it yeah i mean yeah yeah, not your instructor yeah i don't know like i don't i i would leave martial artists especially in today's market like there's not a lot of good martial artists out there there's simply just not you have more and this is something that i'm talking about right now in my rank one um video on youtube which should be on well, well you also have an explanation on this on the website uh the underscore dot squarespace.com by the way um <laughs> but what i'm trying to say is like right now if you have a bunch of martial arts instructors and they're either roundish in the gut area or even better, they have a bunch of 12-year-old uh, black belts. There's a good chance that they're not really in it for the martial art. And they're not actually trying to help you be better at anything. And they're just in it for the money. Yeah, and they're probably just in it for the money. Which is a huge, huge issue. Because, again... Or the status quo. Or the status quo, yeah. Like, right now, Jeet Kune Do. Right yeah. now, Jeet Kune Do, which is um, a philosophy concept created by Bruce Lee. Um, right now, they're going through the status issue. 
right? Where it's like, oh, I studied the closest to a person who was close to Bruce Lee. And it's like, okay, but you've missed the mark of being a martial artist, mm -hmm. it, especially the mark of Jeet Kune Do, because Jeet Kune Do had the ability to be absolutely amazing, but the problem was there was no funda the foundational structure, and then it became whatever it is right now. Right? It, it, it's, it's a huge, huge so, problem. Another place we see this is with the college system. Really? Right? Okay. You can have the identical degree, same classes, same thing, one person, went to community college. The other person went to Harvard. Yeah. Same courses, same degree. Oh, interesting. Right. But mm. at the end of the day, I went to Harvard. You know what's actually uh, a, a real life comparison and to that right now? Um, none of the listeners will probably recognize these two people, um, but Andrew Cuomo, or both of them at least, Andrew Cuomo, who is a CNN anchor, he went to... Yeah. He went to... Um, I think he went to Yale. I think he went to Yale. Like, uh -huh. absolutely, absolutely high, high-end... Um, Ivy League. Ivy League school, right? A, an amazing school. And he's a crappy journalist. <laughs> like, yeah. like I, with all due respect to Andrew Cuomo, I mean, he's made it big. But, I mean, at the same time, he's a crappy journalist. He doesn't do any of the research. He doesn't get a, a, a secondary opinion or anything like that. And then you look at someone like Tim Pool, who actively fought against going to school <laughs> like mm -hmm. i think he didn't even finish high school or maybe he did i, I don't remember but I don't know. He, he didn't he didn't even finish he didn't go to regular college or maybe he he did for a little bit and then decided that it wasn't for him i know he doesn't hold a degree but a person like him founded vice news co-founded vice news and then on top of that decided to leave that left a massive job with disney and he has no title he's just a person who has a who very loves big... reading news. Yeah, he just, he literally just loves reading news. And I wouldn't trust anyone in in a sphere that doesn't work as nearly as hard as that person. It's just because that's what he does. Like, it's... Like, yeah, sure, like, sure. I 16-hour days just researching. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, he, he works way too much. Um, but it's not just a one-sided thing, too. Yeah. He'll read every side of it yeah and it's like he'll put like there was a time where he was putting youtube videos out and he was doing probably like eight videos a day now i don't know if anyone has ever made a youtube video it's not easy <laughs> it seems super easy but then you have to think about the project the production you have to think about the lighting and he does very very well done videos and it's not and he does videos that are also like uh professionally done like he does like, he does his work. Why wouldn't you go the other way? <laughs> because special needs. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I have no idea what's, what is this. But uh, it's, it's, not, it's not just that he has, like, great production in his videos. It's he also is doing the research all by himself. Yeah. And it's, like, absolutely amazing. So it's like... And, but then you have Andrew Cuomo, who's fed all of his information via a little earpiece. And it's like... Those are two people that are in the same realm of martial arts concepts, so to speak. And it's like... You have one that has a bunch of 12-year-old black belts. So that's all the money in the world, the, mm -hmm. the gigantic money. And then you have another one who's super quiet. <laughs> a lot of people don't really know him. And it's like, the the, the, the quality is significantly better. I think it was Spock who said this. Uh, yes, I'm about like to do... Like from Star Trek? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Spock who said this. It was, it was actually really, really interesting, too, that he said it. Um, he was like... 
in the future we will have a economy run by people rather than corporations meaning that there will be people that make really really interesting or have produced really really good goods and people mm -hmm. want those goods rather than the corporate goods because well it's more of a connection right yeah, so it's that, like No, my brain shut off. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the word. It's like supporting small business, right? Yeah. What do you do? Would you rather walk into a big, I don't know, let's use Walmart as an example, because that's the first store that came to my mind. Sure. Where, you know, they, there's someone greeting you at the door, and the employees are normally very nice. Like, can we help you? Did you find everything okay? Or would you rather walk into a small business and know that whatever you just bought could have possibly bought them dinner? Yeah. Oh well, I hear. I hear the same. I hear the same thing. I don't know. I don't know if that's a. I, I understand where your argument is going. I just don't think that's a great analogy. Um, no. No. I mean, it's but, also, I, but I know what you're saying. It's like, also it's it's much more of a personable thing, you know. Yeah. Like I've walked into small businesses and had really great conversations with people because some people are just really fun to talk to, especially yeah. if they own a quirky store. Yeah. And so that's really what it comes down to is that sometimes it's also. Sometimes you just want to go into like a grocery store and get what you want and get out and you don't want to talk to anyone You don't want anyone to even look at you and then other days, you know, you want to go into a shop and you want to learn about The things in the shop. Yeah, yeah I think I think variety is important Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with that But going back to our original point And I went off tangent here It's still, it's still pretty much on, this, on par I don't know yeah, it's still pretty much the same thing. Because, like, the, thing, the the issue that I have with, like, with martial arts and adding into everything else or adding in another skill set that's not original to martial arts, mm -hmm. it's it's translatable to literally everything, which is why I'm so very passionate about martial arts. Because, like, it's translated into the religious sector. It's translated into government, right? Like, what, like there's, there's so many things that happen in government that just don't make any sense at all. It's like... Why are we focusing so much time on doing uh, forms and katas when we could be actually focusing on actually becoming a better fighter, right. right? Same thing with government, right? Why do we spend so much money on, uh, why do we spend so much tax dollars, which is money that you put into the government, um, and on useless things, um, like a specific type of study like okay what was it what was it that they were doing uh understanding whether or not trees make sounds if they fall in forest i think it was, the budget for that was like a couple million dollars and it's like why are we spending money on that when we have genuine homeless people on the streets right it's like th this is this is your martial art like this is the exact same thing when it comes to martial arts you you, you can you can spend the money on <laughs> discovering whether or not trees will fall and make sounds in the middle of the forest or whatever it actually was or you can actually spend that money on that time on a person who doesn't have a house and teach them how to be able to at least sustain themselves or 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 at least at the very minimum sustain them for a time being so the interesting part about that is that going back to the whole you can learn about forms and katana and everything or whatever you said <laughs> um katas. I was close. Um, <laughs> well, Katana is a sword, so yeah. I was really close. <laughs> um, but if you, you know, you can spend all the time and form and everything, but it's great, you know, being able to stand on your feet properly. Those are important things. That's mm. technically a form. Yeah. You know, but if you're not 
learning how to actually throw the punch and you're just learning the form to stand in and you're focusing on getting your body right and the right movements let, and the let right me, positions. Let me, let me amplify that, that before you go on. It's learning how to throw the punch under stress. And I don't mean physical stress, I mean mental stress. Eats coleslaw. <laughs> so, <laughs> so essentially it's, you know, you're, you're learning not the forms. Like, yes, forms are important. You know, you need to learn how to hold your body yeah. in situations. But one of the most important thing in martial arts, if you're a black belt in karate. Sure. And a person trying to hurt you is a black belt in jujitsu. Okay. It's not one thing, right? You can stand there in your karate with your hands and throw your kicks and everything, but the jujitsu person is just going to take you down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and it's you not, can't yeah. defend yourself against something you know nothing of. And it's if you're so focused on the forms and getting it right, then you're not actually focused on the other person and learning their movements and how to react to their movements, which is one of your biggest things with self-defense. Yeah. It's not about learning the movements. It's about learning the body and your opponent's body. Well, yeah. Kinda. It's about being able to expect the unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. No, that's very, that's very on point. It, 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 like, so like I said this all the time, self-defense is a conversation. Hand-to-hand -hand combat training is hand-to-hand -hand combat training. Right. Uh, like, and what I mean by the conversation part, it's if a person's coming at you in a specific manner, you need to understand that manner. If, a person then enacts on that manner, then here's how you respond. And those two things, although seem very similar, you can still do that and you can still have the latter in a scenario where it's an agreed upon combat situation, where you can, where they're in a, in a ring and they're both agreeing. And it's not necessarily a self-defense situation either. It's just what is happening. So, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. What are you doing? That's all I have to say. That's all you have to say? Right. I just, I felt like I really needed to talk about the fact that people will blindly listen. Yeah. And, you know, my aunt just went on keto. Mm. Right? That's not a good move for her. That's not what she needs. She doesn't need a diet. She needs to work out. Mm. And, I mean, like, she has a lot of pain in her body. And, you know, one of my biggest things um, is that there's always a holistic medicine right yeah. there's always a non-pharmaceutical option when it comes to pain 100 and so she could be doing lemon balm lemon balm really helps with pain and it helps reduce anxiety and it's a plant I had no it's idea. a natural plant even hemp oil mm. right no no thc doesn't get you high pure cbd and it helps stimulate hair growth and nail growth and it's really good for your skin and it helps with pain and it's really good for your joints and you know there's a lot of different things mm -hmm. at our disposal that aren't ibuprofen tylenol um advil acetaminophen which yep. is tylenol yeah. um but there's a lot of things that aren't pharmaceutical that could be doing but if you're having troubles losing weight and you know you need to lose weight because it's deteriorating your body don't quality go, of life don't go on keto 
Like, obviously, get suggestions. Look it up. You know, keto's not for everyone. Just Correct like, me if I'm wrong, but I think what you're trying to say is it's not... Yeah, I think you were about to say it, actually. That it, it, keto is not for everyone, but if it ends up being that keto is the thing that you're going to, that you're going to need to do, then do keto. It, but get a second and third opinion. And, you know, if it's... if it, okay. Give it a month or... Y- yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I was also going to say that um, paleo. Paleo also isn't for everyone. Right? Paleo is basically a... A nut berry meat diet. Oh, like so you have diet? yeah, okay. kind of like a caveman diet. So you're basically it's meat, berries, vegetables, anything that you would be able to forage, mm. um, and that's essentially what it is. That doesn't work for everyone. Yeah, that actually works really well with me. Right, but that doesn't work for me wow, because know. the way I burn fat is by a high fat diet. Mm-hmm. And I go crazy for berries, yo. <laughs> I love berries. Like a bear. <laughs> um, but. It's, you know, sometimes it's a matter of learning your own body. And it's like, if keto's not working after two months, try something else. Yeah. You know, don't be afraid to be like, oh, keto's the only thing I haven't done. Drink apple cider vinegar in your water. Eat some grapefruits. Mm, I I mean, look, those are, you know, grapefruit juice, apple cider vinegar, and water. Whatever you do, don't drink apple cider vinegar straight. It will burn your esophagus. (laughs) Good pro tip. You put a teaspoon in eight ounces of water. My dumb ass was going to try drinking it straight. <laughs> but if you mix that with grapefruit juice, it actually clings to your fat cells. And it helps you throughout the day burn more fat. So if you do that in the morning... and oh, once vinegar and grapefruit juice? With water. Oh, okay. Obviously put a little water in there. Hmm. But yeah. Um, essentially, if you do that with every meal it'll help break down those meals and it'll help cling to your fat it's you know some some things are good to eat if you are on medication check with your doctor before you eat grapefruit because it could be that you're on a prescription medication that you're not allowed to have grapefruit with there's a few of them out there obviously Check with your check with your doctor if yeah. that's something that you can incorporate into your diet. I think I think the, um, I think the the biggest like over overarching theme here is at the end of the day, get a second opinion. <laughs> don't just take a random person's yeah. advice of like, oh, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah, I did keto, it really worked for me. I think it would work for you too. Yeah. Okay. Get, get a second. Obviously, don't be like, oh, okay, and jump <laughs> to it, right? I know my sister does, and her husband do Whole30 Whole every 30? couple months. It's, I honestly don't know. It's like a, it's like a lifestyle diet. So it's not, it's not like a food restricting necessarily, but it's more so it's like you have Whole30 approved salad dressings and, um like different and spices and everything but and i know everyone takes it different levels obviously but it's it's more so to just help your body eat more natural and less processed and i think that's also a huge thing is that people want to do keto and they want to do all these things stop eating processed food Mm. you know go if you if you can stop eating you know, a lot of cheese because a cheese has a lot of nitrates in it because, and it's, it's honestly processed. So I think what the overarching theme of this is, um, 
get a second, get a third opinion, and don't just ra- don't just randomly listen to someone because they have good influence over you. You know, I mean, they might mean well, but it might not be what's right for you. Exactly. You know, like get a second, get a third opinion. Heck, get a fourth opinion. Why not? Do your own research. Yes, exactly. And log yourself. Like, pay attention to what what makes you feel better in life. If you've eaten a cheeseburger, which is probably not gonna make you feel better but if it does then hey maybe there's something there for you (laughs) (laughs) but uh but but no seriously just pay attention to what it is uh do you have anything else to say no all right well in that case this was another episode of the underscore with our mystery guest who refuses to give her name exactly (laughs) okay uh again check out the website the underscore dot squarespace.com there is going to be new cool stuff up there for members specifically. And um, we're dropping uh, a blog. Dropping a blog. We are? Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess we're going to be dropping a blog. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to be dropping a blog too. Um, weekly what's blog posts. Weekly blog posts. Okay. Weekly blog posts. You heard it here first. Uh, what's it going to be about? Different things. Different things. Different things with weekly blog blog. Blog, blog posts. Try saying that five times fast. It's, I don't know, I can't. All right. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Enjoy yourself. Merry Christmas. <laughs>